Hello, it's July 27th. This is our fourth Soybean Aphid podcast. My name is Matt O'Neill. I'm here with Aaron Hodgson at the Insectary on the campus of Iowa State University. We're here to talk about the soybean aphid status in the state and the region. Aaron, you just got done with a couple of teleconferences. You want to share with us some of the observations for Iowa and the region? Sure. Um, in general, uh, aphid populations are remaining fairly low and constant. But some people noticed soybean aphids in fields that they've been scouting regularly for the very first time last week. Um, also, some other people, like Brian Lang, he's an area agronomist near Decorah, he noticed that his plots, the aphid populations, doubled since last week. And although that's still a relatively low number, it does indicate to me that fav- temperatures were favorable for aphid development last week, and I expect more of that to happen this week. Um, so uh, it might be more of a situation where we have patchy fields that reach the economic threshold instead of widespread outbreaks. So I'm just encouraging everybody to scout fields all the way through seed set in case we do get a late season flare-up, kind of similar to 2008. Yeah, I think we're on track uh, for kind of a quiet year, although the potential is still there. Yeah. There's still a lot of summer left for uh, outbreaks to occur. Yep. Um, I had a report from one of my graduate students, Rebecca Ritson, who's going around the state to five different locations uh, looking at a fungicide, insecticide tank mixes, and um, she was saying in the untreated plots, the heaviest infestation was only at 35% of the plants having aphids. And those plants had, on average, 25 aphids per plant. Uh, the rest of the state was kind of light, with a range of 1% of the plants infested to up to about 25. So still pretty quiet, um, but there still is a potential, given the cool temperatures that we're having, the 70 to 80 temperatures, uh, aphid populations could go can grow quite quickly. One other thing to add, uh, our suction trap network, we've been getting reports in from the four that are around the state, and so far, uh, again, fairly light. We've only found uh, two aphids in those suction traps. Um, that's not to say that we're out of the woods yet, and if we get a heavy migration, we could see um, those numbers increase even more. So for right now, uh, we're well below the threshold, but um, you know, a lot of summer left. Yeah, absolutely. And um, just some information from the region. Eastern Ontario is treating many of their fields. Over 70% of their fields are being treated. And so they have, they're experiencing really crowded aphid conditions. And so if they have a flush of winged aphids, you never know if they might land here or not. So that's important to know as well. So Aaron, are there any other insect pests uh, of soybean that are rearing their ugly head that we need to be worried about? Any comments in this last minute? Yep, absolutely. I know it's called uh, Soybean Aphid Podcast, but there's also other insects active in soybean right now. We have bean leaf beetles and Japanese beetles defoliating soybean, and so it's important to know the difference between the two. If there's any question at all, you can visit ICM News uh, to get pictures of the insects their damage, and also treatment recommendations. Great. And um, as always, this is the Soybean Apron Podcast, and we'll be with you next week with more updates from our research and uh, observations um, on that pest and others of soybeans. Thank you. Thanks, Aaron. Thanks.